Hey, welcome. Hey. Welcome to Leadership Live. I'm Joe Kelly, your youth director, and I'm here with my man, David Culbertson. Great to be here. One of our youth reps um, at the North Central section. Sweet. And uh, David, you've been a youth rep for how long? I think around eight years, eight something like that. years. Yeah. Wow. Now that's just the youth rep, right? Yes. And uh, what church are you guys with? State College Assembly. State College Assembly. State College Assembly. Very cool. So uh, this weekend was Thanksgiving. I can't even believe it's over. Let's just be I, honest. I didn't get enough turkey, right? It went fast. It did go fast. So uh, what, do you, what is the tradition that you and your family do for Thanksgiving? Oh, man. Well, this year was different okay. with the coming of Phineas, our firstborn. Uh, what? I know. You have yes. a baby? I know. He's wow. four months old. He's awesome. Um, the saying is true. Babies change everything. It's true. I remember people saying that beforehand, being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he came and it was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. It's This changes everything. It changes everything. So we didn't get to do my favorite tradition. Uh, what's that? My dad makes the turkey. Okay. And he would take bacon and weave it into a blanket and bake the turkey with that over the top of it. Oh, I've seen that done. Oh, it was. Is it good? It's fantastic. So you're saying you missed that this year? We missed that this year. Why? It's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm too tired. So we didn't we didn't do it. <laughs> so I guess your dad didn't come to visit? No, he did, but oh, even God. he was just like Dad slack. Simplify. Unbelievable. Simplify. Unbelievable. All right. Well, yeah. sorry for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, I had a fried turkey, which I nice. <laughs> love dearly. Um, but uh anyhow, Thanksgiving was fun. It was relaxing. I went to New York to see my family. Um, so thanks awesome. for asking, David. I appreciate it. I was going to, but then you just went right into it. So. Just kidding. Man, I hope you guys all enjoyed your Thanksgiving week. Hopefully you guys had some fun with your family. Um, one thing I didn't get to do was play flag football, mm. which, I mean, it's okay, though. It's probably cold out anyways. Um, Today would be a perfect day for it. It's freezing, David. It would be a perfect freezing. day for it. Um, so, David, you've been a youth rep for eight years at State College. How long have you been in youth ministry? Uh, 13, 13 years, 13 years. Yeah. Right. I started youth pastoring when I was a senior in high school. I started as a, a youth pastor at my home church. Nice. Um, been doing it ever since. Wow. Praise God, so, man. So you did a senior in high school. Yep. Wow. Yep. Praise God. I knew I was called to it. Didn't have a youth pastor currently then. Mm -hmm. And I just looked to the lead pastor and said, Hey, awesome. Can, can I, can I do this? He said, <laughs> absolutely. That's awesome, man. So it was cool. Praise God. It was fun. Praise God. Well, very cool. We got some fun announcements for you guys. And then uh, we'll have David bring forth a word. Um, but first off, just a reminder uh, for those guys giving out to speed the lights, um, your, your end giving needs to be postmarked by December 11th to be incorporated for 2023 giving. So make sure you do that. Um, we have an event in uh, 2024. We have a number of events. But anyhow, our mission trip, um, our A mission trip, going to NYSEM, which is a uh, New York School of Urban Ministry. Uh, you guys have been aware of this. It's July 15th to the 21st, but we are extending the deadline by February uh, 16th. All right. Um, your uh, your fees are due um, and it's cost about 650 bucks. So please let us know if you want to be a part of that. Um, we do have a small group going, about eight or nine of us going right now. But nice. uh, looking forward to a great time. Uh, have you ever taken mission trips, David? I have, but I directly didn't do NISM. But one of my youth staff has actually done NISM. Okay. And she spoke very highly of it. Um, couldn't recommend it more. So. Gotcha. Is one of your students or coming Yes, to this, one right? of our yeah. students has signed up for it. Awesome. She's super excited. Good stuff. Super excited. Good stuff. Uh, then we have Fine Arts. Yes, Fine Arts, uh, March 27th through 28th. It's Wednesday and Thursday before Easter. Info and registration is currently live on yes. pendelyouth.com. 
The registration deadline for that, guys, is February 9th, so make sure to be on that. Uh, registration and payment is digital this year. That's right. That's Let's amazing. go. amazing. <laughs> no more chasing down pieces of paper yes. with student handwriting on it that you can't read. Correct. So, uh, lodging and meals are at the BCC, and that's separate. You still have to mail in that form. Yes. Um, so be sure to take care of that. Yeah, so looking forward to a good fine arts season. We have also another video coming out soon about all the updates of the fine arts rollout and also like some resources that uh, God is blessing us with and your students with this year. So cool. uh, looking forward to that. Um, and then also as a youth pastor, winter retreat, you say you take the group to winter retreat or no? We do not. It just didn't fit into our rhythm. But Rachel and I, we would go and be housing directors yes. every year and got to minister to students in a different role. It's mm -hmm. fun. It's worth the time and the investment, especially if your students are like, we want something to seek after Jesus together. So yeah. Make time for it. Yeah, guys. so Winter Retreat is also live. That registration's been live for a while. Uh, PendaYouth.com and uh, all the pricing and info is there. We have three weekends. Uh, weekend one is Kyle Dross. He's our Youth Live missionary for Alaska. Um, and then we also have Gavin Brown, who's a lead pastor in Maryland. Um, and then week three is Elise Wood, who leads Ripple Effect, a ministry out of, outside of, I'm sorry, in Arizona. So cool. uh, looking forward to really great weekends with all of you for that. And then our last announcement, Camp 2024. Camp. Let's go. Yes. So you do There's, camp though, right? We do camp. That's right. And uh, we were super excited when weekend camp was first launched. And mm -hmm. to my understanding, there's going to be yes. four camps now. So that's two Correct. weekend camps. So there's more space for mm -hmm. you and your students to come. Info and pricing, that's going to be available to review on this, this Friday. Friday. Let's wow. go. Hey. Let's go. You'll get all the updates on that. Um, make sure you look, check it out because February 1st, is registration. our registrations open? So, um, to some of the few things that we really want to be um, responsive to you guys and being able to offer more camps for your students to be a, a part of it, um, and also just the feasible to make it happen. So we're excited to offer four of them, and um, so great things are happening. So, um, and just a reminder, February first, that's after all of our winter retreats. So. All of January, you'll hear those announcements. So make sure you get on top of that. All how right. We, how are we talking about January and February already? We're almost in December. I know. I, I mean, it's you know, blowing my mind. I'm... It's 2023 is coming to an end, David. It makes me sad. It's pretty sad. It makes me sad. Very sad. 2024. I remember. No, I won't go there. All right. So uh... <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so David, you've been a youth pastor. Um, since a senior in high school. Yep. Okay. Uh, before you get into your talk here for a minute, um, being at State College, um, the past eight years you've been a youth rep, right? Yep. Um, what has been something like a highlight of like, man, doing youth ministry at State College? Oh, wow. Totally throw you on the spot. Yeah, you are. It's okay. Um, We're good. We do that to our students all the time. It's true. We do, <laughs> it's, it, that's so true. We do that all the time. I mean, I think one of the highlights for me has been um, over the past couple of years, I've been able to have former students, so alum, mm -hmm. come who have been pursuing ministry and preach on Wednesday nights, mm -hmm. share on Sunday mornings, and getting to watch them do ministry and, like, do it better than me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get um, it. That's been amazing. That's been absolutely incredible. And, and yeah. even recently, we were visiting uh, another church where one of our alum, she's the worship pastor there now. Okay. And it's just like... Oh yeah, that sh I should call you Pastor Charisma mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. and that's worth it. It's that's worth awesome. taking the time to invest. That's so good. That's so good. Well, praise God, man. What what's what has God put on your heart for all of us today? Yeah. So um, remember, 
you know, you had said, remember this. And, and that's kind of what, what God was putting in my heart and what I chose to title this. this. I preached on this on Sunday and I preached for an hour. Okay. Um, so buckle it. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll condense it for now. So 45 uh, minutes? Something like that. But it's based out of Luke chapter 6, and uh, I'll read it and then just give some thoughts. And it's it's actually the judging passage, mm-hmm. right, where Jesus is talking. He's like judging others mm-hmm. and things and probably one of the most misquoted, mm-hmm. misunderstood mm-hmm. passages. But I'm going to read it and then share some thoughts. So do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or we'll all come back against you. Forgive others and you'll be forgiven. Give and you'll receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over, poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Then Jesus gave the following illustration. Can one blind person lead another? Won't they both fall into a ditch? Students or disciples are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own how can you think of saying friend let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you have a log in your own and you can't even see past it hypocrite first get rid of the log in your own eye then you'll see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye Mm. Uh, this plays into leadership and ministry so Mm. much right a lot of what we do might not be or feel like judging, but it's pastoring, it's correcting, it's guiding. And really when it comes down to it, if you ask me, Jesus isn't just addressing judging here. He's not mm-hmm. just addressing condemnation. He's not just addressing forgiveness or unforgiveness. Yeah. He's talking about of having and walking in a feeling and a posture and an attitude of spiritual superiority, where we think we know better, mm-hmm. where we view others as lesser than because we've been doing it longer, etc. And the Pharisees walked in this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that was standing out to me as I was thinking about this was they didn't intentionally get there. They didn't choose to act that way, right? Most likely, we want to give them the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But it was a lack of intentionality that led them to have this attitude. And we all have. Yeah. Where we come down harshly on a student, where we um, talk about with some of our youth staff, we might... Bash might be a strong word. We might not view it as that. We might view it as venting. Mm -hmm. But we bash some parents of students because I can't believe that they won't prioritize them being here on Wednesday nights and all these different things. I can't believe that they would allow their students to watch those things, right? It's judging. And we have to ask ourselves, is this coming from a position or a posture of I think I know better Mm -hmm. when in reality Jesus is calling us to have a humble heart? Mm -hmm. And so there's just four quick things that I wanted to throw out all starting with remember. And the first one is what Jesus is pointing to is remember what Jesus has done for you. That's good. Amen. If we want to make sure that we are not coming at people hard, harshly, we want to make sure then remember to forgive people when they wrong us. Because how long have you been doing ministry, Pastor Joe? How many years? Uh, <laughs> I put you on the spot. Hey, did. Uh, 20? Have you had somebody wrong you? 19 years. In all that time? Never, David. Never? Everyone's been never. so kind. <laughs> You've never had a hard time oh, forgiving somebody man. in ministry? Oh, we've had some. Yeah, we've, we've had our share. Yep. Yeah. And it's really, really hard to forgive some of those things, mm-hmm. but it becomes a bit easier when we all of a sudden think about like the story in Matthew 18, the parable of the unforgiving debtor, right? Mm-hmm. The king calls him forward, forgives him of a debt of millions of dollars yeah. after he begs him. And then that 
debtor goes and pulls a guy up by the collar and says, you owe me a couple yep. thousand bucks. Yep. Yep. I'm throwing you in jail. The king throws him in jail. How could you forget what I have done for you? And mm-hmm. Jesus says the same thing to us. Don't forget what I've done for you. That's good. We're all sinners. We've all been forgiven. And if we want to lead graciously, the first thing we have to remember is remember what Jesus has done for you. Mm-hmm. When your student does that thing that drives you nuts that you've <laughs> told them a thousand times not to do, you were a teenager once too. <laughs> We've all done it. Mm-hmm. Remember how much Jesus has changed you. Um, and it, it starts setting us on this right path, mm-hmm. right? And the second thing was remember um, what Jesus is doing in you. Mm-hmm. We're still works in progress. That's what Jesus is talking about with this log in your eye and a speck in another. Mm-hmm. You're still a work in progress just as much as your students are, just as much as your youth staff are, just as much as your lead pastor is. Come on, somebody. <laughs> just as much as anybody, we have to continue to remind ourselves God is still working in me. God is still working in them. So before I cast my judgment, before I come against them harshly, before I think about not forgiving them or I'm in that journey of forgiveness, remember what Jesus has done. Remember what Jesus is doing. And then remember what Jesus has called you to do. When it comes down to it, we have to come back to the call, whether that be youth ministry or some of the basics of the gospel. Um, the answer here is not to not judge, yeah. right? The answer here is not to stop correcting our students, to stop challenging our leaders, to stop challenging parents when we see something that we're like, there's so much more for your family and for your, your student. Um, but we have to make sure we're approaching it from a gospel-centric place mm-hmm. and remembering, is it gospel-oriented? Does it lift up Jesus and point others to him? Am I asking the Spirit to empower myself in that, right? And am I speaking the truth in love? Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most basic things we come back to in this of we want to make sure we're speaking the truth when we're pastoring people and we're leading. But if we just tell them the truth without love, it's brutality. Mm-hmm. And when we speak just the love without the truth, it's hypocrisy. Good. Um, and that's not me. That's Wayne Cordero. So don't be like, <laughs> wow, Pastor David, that was really deep. No, that's somebody else. <laughs> And so remember what Jesus has done for you, what Jesus is doing, what he's called you to do. And lastly, what Jesus is pointing out here is remember, just follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. Look at his example. He called people out for their stuff, but he always had compassion. Mm -hmm. I've lost my temper so many times with students. And like, how did Jesus never do that? (laughs) Have you ever wondered that? Mm -hmm. How did he never lose his cool? Well, he was perfect. So that helps him a lot. But it says that he relied upon the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So we have to follow his example. You know, we talk about in Pendel, be spirit empowered, mm-hmm. be Jesus centered. And we need the Holy Spirit just as much, actually more really than Jesus does. Um, and it says in Galatians 5, if you follow him and let him guide your life, you won't sin. Mm-hmm. It's truth. I want that. Amen. And so as we lead, as we correct, as we guide, we have to remember all of those things because, man, it, it makes it a much different picture when we keep in mind what he's done, yeah. what he's doing, what he's called us to do, and just following his example. I was, uh, <clears throat> I read in 1 Corinthians, Paul writes, talks about judging. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, it's okay to judge people inside. Yep. You know, we're supposed to judge church, Christians, right? Yep. But don't judge the outside world. And how many times we judge the outside world? Um, and that's 
Yeah. That's not accurate, you know. Mm-hmm. But then we say, okay, we well, I can't we don't judge the outside world, but then we also don't judge inside either. Right. So don't hurt people's feelings. And um I think you're right. I think there's a, a proper way, mm-hmm. you know. Um I mean, good night, a shepherd, man. We're supposed to pastor. Yep. Like pastor That's your exactly leaders, right. pastor your students. It's okay, you know. Uh, but it's always going back to that point. Okay, remember, remember through through the Holy Spirit, through God, through what Jesus did, right? Um, honestly, David, like, like, isn't that why we do what we do? Yeah, right. If it wasn't because of the call, if it wasn't because of what Jesus did, we would all not be here right now That's doing right. this, you know. Um, and <clears throat> and I love like the facts of allowing God to use us. To pretty much like what you revealed with um, your highlight of what you do, like you have students to now who are in pastor moments and like mm-hmm. growing in their faith, like, and they're doing it better, right? I mean, yes. that's the hope and that's the desire that the yes. generation that we're leading, they're going to do it better than what we've done, you know. Um, so, good word, David. Thank you. Good word, my man. So, praise God. Well, I pray that you remember through the lens of Christ mm-hmm. why you do what you do. Um, do with a do with a passion. Yes. Like do with excitement. Um, spirit empowered, absolutely. Yes. You know. Um, and remember, like it's okay. I, I remember times like I had to confront a student, and it was not good. And mm-hmm. that student also like kind of came back at me. Yeah. You know. Right. Some of them threatened me. You know, like I'm gonna come find you, whatever, and all this other jazz. But the reality is like let's just do what God says. Yes. And let God like He funnels all that out. Yeah. You know. And. Well, uh, and the reality is, it was funny, a couple years ago, we had our first class that we graduated all the way through. Like, mm-hmm. I had them from 6th through 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And I always asked them, hey, what was what's one highlight that you had? Maybe not the best moment, but what's yeah. one highlight from your time in youth ministry? And one of those students recalled the time that I called him into my mm-hmm. office, and I corrected him. And he talks about it, he's like, I was terrified. I was like, <laughs> what did I do wrong? And he said, and I, I thought about it for months. I had to talk to him about, your, mind your speech, man. Like, you're, you're saying real harsh yeah, yeah. things. And, and talk to him about that. He's like, I was overthinking what I said for months after that. He said, but it made such an impact in my life. We wow. never know what yeah. those small moments, if we handle them correctly. That's right. That's like good. Jesus, through the lens of Jesus, is going to make as an impact in their lives. Amen. So, Amen. Amen. Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it, Let's friends. Let's do it. For God. Amen. Amen. So. Why don't you pray us out, David? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are, for what you have done for us, what you're doing in us, what you have called us to do, and that in all of it, we get to follow you. Lord, thank you for your Holy Spirit that dwells in each and every one of us that you have made available, not just as that purifying, sanctifying power within us, but also as that intimate friend and guide. I pray that you would continue to help us to rely in greater measures upon you. Lord, I pray over our youth pastors and youth leaders that maybe are struggling with unforgiveness Mm -hmm. right now. I pray that you would help shift their perspective and that you begin to do that work in them of Jesus, you have forgiven me of so much. How can I not do the same? Mm -hmm. Lord, lead us in our ministries. Give us greater passion and give us greater strength and reliance in your power to lead these students, this next generation that you are raising up. Lord, we love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. See you guys next week.